Hi everyone, this is Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thank you for joining me on this lovely warm Friday here in Queensland. So it is uh, the 3rd of November and today's What's the Focus is all about the emotional immune system. So I've spoken about it twice today in unorchestrated conversations. So I figured that's what I'm going to talk to you about today as well. I have spoken about it a little bit before, but if you are new to um, my teachings and what I espouse in my emotional strength training, then today's uh, session is going to be nice and interesting, hopefully. All right. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you? Let's go and share this around. If, if you think that uh, somebody in your life who may be struggling a little bit with their health issues or they're stuck feeling anxious or depression, those sorts of things, then this may be a good video to share with them. Hello, Anne. How are you today? So I'm just going to quickly find my video here and then we'll share it. Share. Yesterday it wouldn't let me um, <laughs> share too because I copied and pasted what I wanted to say. All right, so we essentially have three immune systems. So you've, if you've heard me talking before, you'll hear me talk about the trio of health and it's, for my mind, it's a four-sided um, triangle because I, I whack in a little bit of uh, spirituality in there as well. So this is... Um, everything to do with the emotional immune system. So it's that cellular memory that gets created around emotional trauma happening and then a cellular memory gets created and it gets uh, stuck in your body. Thank you for sharing, Elizabeth. Okay, so let's share that one. And let me do it today. Okay. All right, so... Emotional immune systems. The other two immune systems are your uh, chemical immune system, so that's what you ingest, and then your structural immune system, which is uh, dictated by the health of your spine because all of your immune system, uh, the, the nervous systems, comes from your brain. The spinal column goes down through your spine. So if there's any disturbance there, all the messages get blocked going out to those different parts of your body that need the quality messages. So that's that part. Today, we're talking about the emotional immune system. So genetic memory. A little while ago, I recounted a report that I'd written about some peer-reviewed science where a doctor had uh, taken a mouse and put this mouse through an experiment where every time the mouse was sprayed with cherry blossom scent, it was given a mild electric shock. Then that mouse was um, mated and I don't even know what they're called. You know how you have a litter of, of kittens or puppies or something like that? Well, this mouse had a litter of whatever the collection of mice is and for and then that, that set of mice had babies and then that set of mice had babies for 17 generations from that original mouse. Every time the experiment sprayed cherry blossom scent on those or into that cage with those offspring, those generations of offspring, it took 17 generations for that offspring to not react the same way as the mother or the original mouse did that got the 
uh, cherry blossom scent and then the electric shock. So the 17 generations didn't get the electric shock. They just got the smell and the genetic memory that they carried around the trauma that that first mouse experienced carried on for 17 generations. Hello, Hazel. So that's what essentially I want to talk to you about. And this is a really good emotional strength training tip. It's like, you know how when you watch Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory and you're really excited waiting for somebody to find the golden wrapper? This is one of those golden wrappers. <laughs> it's looking for patterns, okay? So, you know, when we fill out those um, forms to say, if you could do anything in the world, what would you do? One of my things that I would love to do would be to do family tree history for people and go and research and find the stories attached to the families to show them the patterns of different life situations that have happened and are repeating themselves through uh, the generations that have come through through that family. And this is one of the things that, uh, so think of any part of your life that's not going really well, and that can be your relationship to money. It can be relationships in general. So there's a common uh, thread, you know, how I'm doing the uh, Me Too mastermind where I'm helping um, people go through anything that's come up as a trigger from this uh, Harvey Weinstein stuff. Hello, Georgina. Um, the The patterns that we're able to show up where, the the similarity between the men that some of these people have attracted into their life, the same as the mother and the grandmother, or uh, patterns associated with the males, the male line in the family. This, from my mind, is genetic memory. And the only thing I have to link that to is this science that they've done with this mouse. So I'm hoping that one day we will have the science attached to that. Um, and there is a there was a report I read. Yesterday, where a chap here in Australia has just won um, a global grant to have a look at epigenetics of fear and trauma, um, which is very exciting. So hopefully it's a five-year program, so that's quite a while to wait for uh, evidence. But I think that'll be a great thing for um, to be able to prove why I do what I do without the science and have all of that anecdotal evidence gone, look, there's the science to match. So patterns. Think of what you've got going on in your life that is stuck or you don't know why it's there or it just turned up in your life and there's no explanation. So one of the conversations I had this morning um, was with a person who developed anxiety for no reason uh, when they were 13. And um, as we got chatting, turned out that two generations before this person also suffered from it. And I was sitting there and as I do, I get information and I said, mm, are they still alive? Yes, go and ask them when they developed their anxiety and I'll bet my left arm it was the same time. And then I went a step further because the age that that anxiety has shown up, there's major life changes for young people and things like that, puberty and that sort of stuff. And who's to know that there may have been a trauma at some stage in these other two generations because of the era that they came from, that that's created a genetic memory. And then this person and their soul agreement, which we've talked about before, tapped into that genetic thing. And then something, hi Vivian, something has triggered the memory in those cells to help this person, and I say help in air quotes, uh, also adopt 
the uh, energy of anxiety. So one of the other things which I would also encourage you to do, there is a high possibility as well, we didn't get to chat too much longer, you know, one of those universal interruptions. You, where you're sitting there and these people before you say, well, I had this, you're, you're going to get it too, or I had that and you should be careful that you don't get it, or you need to go to the doctor and get tested to make sure that that's not part of your life. And that's where you and your free will can sit there and go, I don't want that. So that's another conscious decision where you can tell the cellular memory in your body to bugger off. Now, again, have no evidence around that, but I am I am one of the those living proof things where I spoke about this the other day. My parents had every disease known to man and I haven't had one of them because I looked at it from this point of view of I'm not having that in my life. So... Um, similarly, I remember a couple of things have shown up in a very small way in my body and I've gone, oh, is that a genetic um, memory or a genetic connection? Go in and, and do my emotional strength training session on myself and cut, 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 cut. So I hope that um, that may spark a little bit of, ooh, because that's the other thing. Just because you're born into a family, it doesn't mean that you have to take as gospel that whatever these people have lived before you is automatically going to show up in your life. And a part of the my plan with emotional strength training is to be able to share this concept with you to give you permission, if you like, to question that very concept that just because you will, it's not true. You don't have to have it. Sometimes, and this is why I'm hoping to have the science of it one day, is that, you know, very, very much so that that science is um, is in place and it's doing good things to find out why. But there's always anomalies. There's always exceptions to the rules. They're the ones that I want to focus on. It's the same thing if somebody gives you a uh, a health diagnosis. So when you look at um, cancer patients or people with autoimmune diseases, you know, I have one lady that I've worked with over the last few years who, when she came into my practice, had lupus. It's gone. She hasn't had any markers around that lupus for five years. Now, to be fair and to be open and um, complete on that situation. She changed the food she was eating. She took sugar out of her diet. She went organic and we did all of the emotional strength training work and she also looked at the structural side with the uh, chiropractic and osteopath, those sorts of things, Uh, and meditation, all of those spiritual practices to get stress out of her life as well. So it was a complete package. It's not one thing. But one of the things that gets missed a lot with health and happiness is this emotional side. More and more, it's starting to be spoken about. But the thing that I was I was in joy today speaking about it um, and realizing how adamant I am about this. The minute you can sit there and recognize that your cell has a memory and to be able to preempt the work or things showing up by just doing the work. So when an emotional trauma shows up in your life, through this process and asking, am I supposed to heal this or, or even having that free will thing of like, I'm going to allow myself to heal this 
or sit with this for a couple of days, but then after that I'm going to do the work and get it, get it done and I'm going to let it get out of my body. You need to have something like emotional strength training or energy therapists who are able to look at that cellular stuff, the quantum physics stuff. Okay, so you remember, if you may uh, recall a long time ago as well, I, I shared a story, which is the one thing that really sparked my memory uh, or sparked my hope that I, what I was already doing was part of this quantum physics sort of stuff. And that's the great thing about why I'm so enthusiastic about this. I've gone off from just learning how to do an energy therapy and then bringing my natural gift into play and then reading texts that go, oh, that's what I'm doing. So it's like no points of reference. I haven't been able to make it up. It's just what I'm seeing and what I'm doing. And one of the things that helped me see and understand that there is no time or space or it's like it doesn't matter. Energy is energy. Everything is energy and energy is everything, okay? Um, one of my favourite people, Maria Flynn, said that yesterday in one of her sessions on uh, One Wise Life. You, this this um, experiment they did, and I'm pretty sure it was back in the 70s, they got human DNA and put it in a dish, did some tests on it, recorded the findings, split the dish, took half the DNA out of that dish and put it in another dish, did an experiment on the first half and then went and tested the results in the half that they didn't do the experiment on, same results. Then they took that dish and took it long, long heaps of miles away, did the same thing. Another set of experiments with the original dish, went and tested the, the DNA in the Petri dish miles, like over 200 miles away and was able to sit there and unequivocally say it doesn't matter where that energy is from that original energy, it's still going to respond the same way. And that's what I am seeing and hope to achieve in helping educate people that when you are looking at the energy of a trauma within your body, it's that heavy feeling. One of the most common things that people say after one of my sessions is, I feel so much lighter you don't realize the burdens you are living with as an adult with this white noise stuff that is sitting in your energy system. So I've been reading a book recently um, about shamanism and I've been brought into, it's been brought into my awareness, this thing called a luminous energy field. And as I was reading it, I thought, oh, that's what I do, but I've got a, visualize, a visualization of what that looks like now. So I've been able to go and look in there to see where these things are stuck too. And again, that's the same sort of uh, concept where when you can understand if something is stuck, like if your brain just cannot see it, that is your biggest clue to go and get somebody to help that can see energy and clear it or uh, transform it so that this blockage, which is creating this um, burden, can be removed so that you can just go and find peace about it. One of the things that I love to teach people is that bless, forgive and surrender concept. Surrender is such a powerful word for me. You've got to surrender to the notion of, do you want to suffer through this anymore? Do you want to even suffer with it down the track? I, I want to encourage you to not tempt the universe to show you what it looks like if you don't heal a trauma. It's why 
I couldn't have imagined the outcomes that are popping out of the page with the, the people in my Me Too mastermind at the moment. I could never have imagined opening up a situation to just let people acknowledge the things that they've been through and speak about it and then work out what's the common denominator, which has been a fa fabulous, fascinating exercise. The freedom that they're getting already, I feel so much lighter because all of this conditioning, all of these things that happen, all of these things that we swallow, our cells can only handle so much. And that's when illness shows up, whether illness is depression, anxiety, autoimmune, all the way through to cancer, even like recurring snotty noses or sinus infections or tonsillitis, skin complaints, those sort of things. Okay, so that's today's session. Now, the good thing is if you hit the sign up button that is on this page, it's either underneath me or above or over onto the side, depending where you're watching it. Sign up onto my mail list. The All of this week's recordings, all of this week's teachings will come out in an email later on today so that you can get them all in one hit. And they're not very long. I, there was one that was a little bit long when I talked about death and dying and dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff earlier this week. But the other thing too is if you would like to come and join eSchool, which is my energy, emotions and evolution, um, it's, a, it's a mastermind. We get an, you get an energy session every Monday and a Q&A session every Wednesday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. There's a $200 discount about joining for a year. And that's the only place you can get it because it's not on my um, on my website. But come in and, and have um, have a look, sign up. You'll get a weekly email from me and every so often, sometimes a little bit, it's moving into demanking season where I clean the energy for 200, uh, 2017, 217. No, there's a zero in there. So uh, that season is coming up. So you'll get a couple of emails about that, but nothing too over the top. But uh, I hope today's session has helped and given you something to think about because your emotional immune system is a thing and it needs to be honoured and addressed and cleaned, okay? So Elizabeth uh, has popped in with a comment. Indeed, I agree, everything is connected, which is why it's so important to take care of what energy you step into, whether place, person or business, furiously nodding. This is what furiously nodding looks like, Elizabeth, <laughs> and what we allow to associate with and how that will affect us at all levels. That's um, perfect. Absolute. That's a really good note to finish on, Elizabeth. We are responsible for the energy that we allow. And that's, you know, that's probably a note to make to talk about next week that, um, once you get solid on the kind of energy that you want to allow into your life and your what's okay, what's not okay list, uh, you will. it's easy to step into it and remove the conditioning that you have to be able to step into any kind of situation because it's just not true. It's 8 billion people on the planet. If you're not a fit, somebody else will fit that space. And when you bless, forgive and surrender to that notion, then that other person is free to go in and you're free to go off and do what you need to do as well. So happy Friday and Thursday evening or Friday morning for all of you who are watching the replay and later on during the week. I look forward to um, seeing you next week. Hazel has said knowing where the block is is the challenge. Yeah, and that's what energy therapists, like that fresh set of eyes, Hazel, 
that can look at something because you've been living with it. When somebody like me gets to have that fresh look and it's like, ah, because for me it's as obvious as a, a red spot on a white shirt because it's not my story. And that's why the emotional immune system is an important thing to talk about because people who aren't invested in your um, life story are able to look at it and go, have you thought about this? I had it happen this morning and it was one word opened up this tsunami for, of freedom for this one woman in one of my groups. So it's, it's easy for me and it's easy for other energy workers as well when they're tapped in. So um, I, I can't speak for other energy therapists, actually. I can only speak for myself. But it's one of those things where, yeah, fresh set of eyes makes all the difference. Okay, so have a great weekend, everyone. See you next week. Bye for now.